Hello, everyone, and welcome to Coffee with Convery. I am your host, Brian Convery, and my guest today is Fouad Mohammed. Fouad holds an honors Bachelor of Commerce degree from a, with a focus on finance and minor in economics from McMaster University. He is currently an associate in the debt capital markets group at RBC Capital Markets, supporting the firm's investments, grade origination business for power and utilities, energy and metals and mining clients. Fouad, it's been way too long. We've chatted and I'm so excited to have this conversation with you today. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Brian. Very happy to be on the show. All right, let's let's get this going. And um, I know, you know, we've had chats over the years and hard to believe um, it's been a, been a while since we have chatted, but it's so great to catch up today. And uh, maybe just a couple get to know you questions for our, our audience. So what is your favorite most used emoji? So this is a little bit of a cop out, but um, I think the laughing with tears emoji is probably the first used, but I think my second most used is the skull emoji in the sense that I tend to use it if I'm laughing really, really hard and say like, oh, I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I think you're the first skull. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you could eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh, definitely pizza. That's not even a question. I mean, at this right. point, I basically already eat pizza basically every day, so <laughs> little change. So pizza. All right. Favorite way to spend a day off? Ooh, I definitely have to say exploring the city. Um, kind of just going around, you know, the different boroughs in New York, trying different foods, going to the different museums, and pre-COVID, uh, checking out live concerts. But unfortunately, I haven't been able to do that in a while. Yeah, yeah. It's... Uh... Yeah, I'll hopefully get back to, to normal with some of that in the near future. Um, how about how do you hit the snooze button or wake up immediately? Oh, see, I really want to say wake up immediately, but to be honest, I'm definitely a big snooze button type of guy. <laughs> definitely a That's big okay. snooze button. <laughs> That's all right. We, we all need to rest. Sometimes it takes us a while to get up. Now that the bright sun is coming out and it's getting warmer, maybe, maybe you'll be jumping up a little quicker. Fingers um, crossed. Yeah, yeah. What's uh? I love this question, and it's so interesting the responses I get. But and no pressure on it. But what is your favorite word if you were to pick a word? I think my favorite word would have to be insight. Um, and that just I think it's a really good word and and kind of good way to to approach you know most of your problems. But just kind of trying to find the root cause or um kind of like the, the reason why things are happening or the reason why people are doing things the way that they're, or the, sorry, why people are doing things the way that they're doing. Um, yeah. You know, getting those insights and being able to provide actionable solutions or kind of just deep diving a little bit and not really taking a problem or, or anything at face value. Um, so I definitely think insight is, is my favorite word. Insights is a good word. Insights is definitely a good word. So, you know, like I said earlier in the, in the beginning, uh, we've known each other for a couple of years and um, it's been a pleasure just seeing you and your journey and what you've done. And um, But for those listening, if we think about reflection and maybe it's a high school student going into university or university student not sure what they're doing and where they might look for their first job. But as you went through those transitions, um, you've had a very interesting um, transition, at least from what I've seen. And I was wondering if you could maybe talk a little bit about it. With, with me and, and the audience here and maybe what you've learned along the way? 
Uh, yeah, for sure. So um, I guess background-wise, uh, born and raised in Toronto, uh, went to the Gasser University, um, did some internships in Toronto at RBC, working in the, uh, the direct investing group. Um, through that summer of my second year, um, I'd realized that I had a passion for finance, and, and this is something I wanted to pursue uh, professionally, you know, in my career. Um, so at that point, I kind of shifted my focus towards getting an internship in finance and, and you know, trying to wait or make my way, sorry, to uh, the banking or capital market side. Um, so through networking with people at RBC, people outside of RBC, um, I was able to kind of focus my, my efforts on that. Um, and thankfully, I was able to get an internship at RBC in New York um, on the debt capital markets team the summer of my third year. Um, and I came back full time the uh, the summer afterwards, and I've I've been working in debt capital markets for RBC since. And I think you know one thing that I definitely learned along the way is that um, things really change, and that things are very fluid. Um, and if you're approaching you know your career search or kind of that transition from high school to university or from university to you know post grad, with you know specific goals saying hey I want this one job, but if I don't get that one job I'm a failure. Um, you're, you're kind of setting yourself up for failure. Um, and, you know, at the end of the day, like everybody else and, and everybody has different goals and, you know, get or achieves those goals in different ways. Um, so just being able to be fluid and kind of understanding, you know, why you want that job or what specifically interests you um, in that career, I think was one thing that I learned. Um, I changed my approach to just generally working and, and making that transition. But I think it also helps kind of ease the, the shock of making that transition is just knowing that at the end of the day, like, it's not about getting a specific job or um, getting a specific position, but it's really more about finding something that you're passionate about and, and finding a job that, you know, you want to wake up every morning and go do that job as best you can. Yeah, it's interesting. And, um, you know, thank you for sharing your insights with that. And how that all came together was really quite quite unique and I know even you know starting out um, initially you know you're you're one of the stories I actually share quite often about networking and how you know people and taking different perspectives and thinking about your journey um, you know you've done such a, an amazing um, amazing approach with it all and I, and it's good to hear so that others can hear sort of how that that can transition and, you know, not to just settle in on one role or one area or one specific thing, because you're right. It, there's, there's so much more to explore and you've probably even found that through your current job about some of the other roles that you're seeing and other things that are going on, I would imagine. Oh yeah, definitely. And I think like one thing that I, that I would add that I've definitely learned um, throughout my years of networking and just kind of talking with people is that nine times out of 10, if, if you talk to somebody that's spent a few years and kind of the workforce post-grad, um, they're, they're never really doing the same job that they did immediately or outside of school. Um, and that's kind of, I think, a function of a lot of people throughout the university or, or college kind of uh, program tend to be, you know, again, very focused on getting that one specific job, when in reality, there might be something else that's a bit more better suited or that is a lot more um, interesting to them. So, you know, people do either change careers completely and go from, you know, industry to industry or just move within the same industry. Um, but people are very, very rarely kind of stagnant in the same place. Um, I think you'd be hard-pressed to find anybody that's been working uh, for a number of years is still doing the exact same thing that they thought they wanted to do, you know, day one of university or on graduation day of university. 
Um, so I think, yeah, again, just being kind of fluid in your approach to that and kind of taking opportunities where they are and realizing that, you know, an opportunity may present itself in a different form than you would, or kind of that you would, uh, you would have been expecting. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's, it's still a good opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. You know, when you think back to your schooling days and, um, you know, some of the experience and the work experience and the lifetime learning opportunities you've gained, is there something that you think maybe should be taught in school that maybe isn't? Oh, definitely. Um, I think problem solving, but just a caveat that I think it's problem solving, but not in the academic sense. I'm um, kind of going back to um, my earlier comment about, you know, being fluid and kind of finding insights. You know, in school, solutions tend to be kind of static and right or wrong. Like you either have the right answer that the teacher is looking for or you have the wrong answer. But, you know, in reality, like things are never that black and white. Um, yeah. Circumstances change. You know, you might not have perfect information going into a problem and trying to figure out the solution. Um, so, you know, being able to kind of really analyze what's going on and figure out what the real problem is rather than, you know, what it seems to be can kind of help you develop no solutions that are adaptable um, and solutions that at the end of the day, you know, fit the problem a lot better than if you just kind of look at them from a purely black and white perspective. Yeah. Wow. That's so, so right on that one. It's uh, and it's an interesting thought, right? Because especially even how you get your grades, you get your GPA, um, you get your marks. It's also usually mostly about yes and no's and right. There's something in between and there's more of that that could be done. Thank you for sharing that. I think it's a good, good thought and to use your word and insight. Um, getting a bit more personal on this part of the show, I always like to ask, um, you know, what's maybe you could share with me and our guests, what's maybe something you've had as a challenge and, and how you've overcome that. Um, just looking at the audience and the listeners, you know, there's a lot of people going through different things right now. And, and sometimes it's helpful to hear how other people dealt with challenges and and what was their mindset to get through it? So if you don't mind sharing something, it would be great. Thanks. Definitely. Um, you know, I think, I think this is something that is very prevalent um, outside of kind of school, but it's something that people don't really talk about too much. And that's um, imposter syndrome and, you know, the feeling that you might not be qualified or you might not belong or that kind of, you know, the achievements that you've, you've had over the years are, you know, a function of luck rather than, people taking, you know, educated chance on you or by virtue of, you know, any of the things that you're doing by yourself. Um, so I know personally, when I was in my initial job search in university, I was like thinking, you know, what if I'm not good enough for this job? What if I don't have the qualifications that other people have? Um, at the end of the day, like opportunity, and this is, this is a quote that I heard a few years back that definitely stuck with me. Um, but it's that opportunity is when, you know, luck meets preparation. Um, and I think that, you know, being able to kind of pat yourself on the back for that preparation is something that, you know, people don't do enough, you know, realizing that, you know, as a student, you're doing everything that you can academically and, you know, joining extracurriculars and networking with people and, you know, trying to figure out what your passions are. Like all of that stuff is, is very valuable preparation. Um, and that, you know, when opportunities do pre present themselves, um, those opportunities aren't just luck. Like, sure, you might meet one person who, you know, had a coffee chat with you and introduced you to somebody else, and that may have ultimately, at the end of the day, gotten you a job that you were looking for. Um, 
but that's just purely a function of you being prepared. Um, and I think that's something that, you know, students should definitely be a bit more proud of is that, you know, you're doing everything that you can on the back end to make sure that you're prepared. Yeah, I, I'm listening to you on this one and I've been listening to you the whole time, but I'm listening on this one specific and you know what, you're right. I think too often we actually use the words, oh, I've been lucky in my career. I've been lucky in this and I've been lucky. I think it's preparation, like you said, and I, I really glad you shared that lesson here because um, I sometimes find myself saying, oh, I've been lucky to, do, to have the career I've had too. And, but a lot of these things I set out to do, right? I don't know if it was as much luck as it was being prepared now that you've shared that. Thanks for opening my eyes to that too. I think it's uh, it's a good one to, to, to take away from this conversation. Um, along with that, you know, priorities change, right? Like you may have decided, hey, when I was a kid, I wanted to be this, or, you know, I wanted to definitely get this degree and this school and this opportunity. And, but, um, I, and I built this into this podcast, at least for the next few episodes too, just talking about yesterday's dreams aren't always today's reality, which I think sums it up really well. But if you think about your priorities, how have they changed over time and why? Yeah, so, um, you know, coming coming out of high school, um, I was fully convinced that I was going to be a lawyer. You know, anybody that you talk to um, that knew me would tell you that I was only going into business because I thought it was a good foundation for law school um, and that that was something that, you know, I wanted to do since I was a kid. Um, but after I started working at RBC and, you know, meeting people in finance and kind of exploring that a bit more, you know, I realized that that was something that I actually really did enjoy. Um, and this is kind of where I've ended up and, and where I've stayed since, uh, since graduation. Um, you know, and at a higher level, I think this kind of ties back to the earlier comments about, you know, being defined by specific accomplishments, like getting a specific job or going to that one super, you know, lucrative career that you've had your eyes on for years. Whereas currently, you know, my goals and my priorities tend to be a bit more focused on skills development um, and specifically like soft skills development. So being able to collaborate with people, being able to understand what they're really looking for, being able to, you know, get those insights um, and figure out what the root cause of a problem is and being able to, you know, address that and provide value add. So I think it's kind of really been shifting that, um, I guess, like accomplishment focused uh, point of view to one that's a lot more value focused and, and kind of skills development focused. And I think, you know, not only is that made my professional and personal life um, a lot more rewarding, but it, it's also definitely helped, you know, develop those skills and, and making that conscious decision to, you know, make sure that every interaction I have with a team member is one that is mutually beneficial. Or if I'm grabbing, yeah. you know, a coffee with somebody that's more senior, it's just making sure that, you know, we're both enjoying that conversation. At the end of the day, like, we're both leaving that thinking, hey, that was a good coffee chat. I got something out of it. Absolutely. That two-way street and, um, and, uh, and having that exchange and that acknowledgement of, of that is great. And, yeah, no, some good, good thoughts there, too. Um, you know, as I, I listen to you speaking and going through methodically as you're talking about your experiences and thinking about your values. So this has been an interesting one. In the last, I'd say, four months, I've been really, maybe six months, I've been really pushing students and people to think about changing the narrative. Stop leading with your resume. Stop leading with what you do and lead with who you are. And when I say that, your values, your skills, um, what, and, and I think it's helping to open up the door for more people to start off with that versus defining themselves by a job or by us being a student. So 
Um, if you were to describe your values and how that's helped you, could you could you share a little bit about that? Uh, so, you know, personally, I, I think I kind of look at this in um, two buckets. One, okay. one bucket being, you know, how I interact with others and the other bucket being, you know, how I continue to grow and develop as an individual. Um, so when interacting with others, you know, I really want to focus on collaboration, you know, clear and concise communication, um, you know, being a good team member and, you know, focusing on accountability. Um, and then on the other side, when, when it's kind of about that personal growth, it's, you know, real strong focus on intellectual curiosity and being a, like a lifelong learner, as you said earlier. Um, and then kind of all of those things together are honestly the, the reason I've been able to, you know, do what I've done with my career thus far. Um, and that's just because, you know, at the end of the day, like, I'm curious about what I'm doing. I do my research, try and learn as much as I can, and I'm just constantly trying to develop and, and improve myself. Um, and then when interacting with other people, it's just making sure that at the end of the day, like, both of us are enjoying those interactions. Both of us are, you know, leaving the conversations in a personal or professional setting thinking, hey, that was a productive half-hour coffee chat that I had or a productive half-hour meeting that I had. Um, and, you know, in, in the professional sense, at the end of the day, like, if people <laughs> like working with you, it tends to be a decent bit easier than if they don't. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I think, yeah, again, just, like, focusing on, you know, being a good team member and, and being able to collaborate with others um, definitely helps. Well, wow, you're the first guest to take the values side of things and break it into two buckets. But the way that you did that so eloquently, it's like, it makes sense, right? Because sometimes, you know, that collaboration and from a value perspective, um, you know, it's, it's, it makes sense to have individual values and then also sort of more holistic values and how you approach things. And thank you for, for going into that direction. I think it's really cool how you've thought about that. Um, um, and then I would say, you know, as, as we're, uh, I can't hardly believe we're close to the end here already, but as we start to think about, you know, closing out this conversation, um, I wanted to see if you had any advice or any closing thoughts you might want to leave with some of the listeners. Again, recognizing that our audience is mostly students, but, you know, people wanting to hear from you and maybe get some advice or thoughts. Is there anything specifically you might want to share? Yeah, um, I think, and this is this is something that kind of hit on a, a few times throughout the conversation that we've had. But you know, things aren't black and white at the end of the day. Um, what you think is your ultimate goal today might not be your ultimate goal tomorrow. And you know, if you have a goal and you don't necessarily achieve it, like it's it's not the end of the world. Um, I think it's it's a lot more about that journey, um, making sure that you're developing yourself and developing that skill set. Um, and, you know, waking up every day thinking, like, how can I be better? Um, how can I improve? And mm -hmm. I think for students especially, that's that's something that's very important is kind of breaking that, um, I guess, super academic line of thinking where you're either right or you're wrong. You have a specific grade, and that's kind of a, a marker of value. Um, and more just thinking about, like, what are the skills that I'm developing from whatever program that I'm in? What jobs um, would those skills work for? Um, and, and at the end of the day, like, what jobs kind of check all the boxes for what, you know, you want out of career. Um, so I think it's just kind of getting those insights and, and being a bit more nuanced in the way that you look at stuff tends to, at least in my experience, um, definitely pay dividends 
but at the same time, kind of helps avoid a lot of the stress that, you know, I, I know a lot of people do feel post-graduation where they have to get that specific job, or if I don't get this job, then I don't get this job in four years, and I'm a failure. You know, it's, it's never really about that one specific end goal because things change. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, um, well, I guess our time is up. This has been amazing catching up with you again. I think the last time, well, I know the last time we saw each other was in New York over lunch, and uh, I'm hoping that that isn't too much of a far distant future, too, where we can, maybe I can head back to my home country and my home city and maybe see you there and have grab a lunch or a bite to eat. But um, it's been really great catching up with you, Fada, and hearing um, hearing your story and hearing your journey. Um, and thank you so much for for being on the show. I mean, no, thanks for having me, Brian. I think this is a, a great podcast and definitely something that I wish I would have been able to have, uh, listen to when I was looking for jobs and, you know, when I was in school. So thanks for setting this up. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. So for the listeners, if you liked what you heard today, please share this podcast with your network. Continue to tune in for more upcoming episodes. This has been Coffee with Convery, and until next time, please stay well.